Hey kids, it's your old pal Goreg the Slayer. Come to you recorded live in Pasadena, Texas. Beautiful, beautiful day today. Very beautiful, very beautiful. How you doing, Brennan? Doing good. How you doing, Goreg? I'm peachy keen. Wow. The sun's out, the birds are chirping, my testicle is safely tucked away in my brand new shorts. Man, wow, it sounds like you really turned over a new leaf there. I'm living the life, La Vida Loca. Oh, wow. <laughs> Found me a new honey through Facebook. Hey. She's amazing. Nice. I'm immune to brimstone, so whatever smells there doesn't really affect me. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Uh, so sounds like you got a real winner there. <laughs> She's great. Hey, I just wanted to say, uh, if you if you listeners out there want to take part in the show and send in news stories or friend questions, email me. Email Gorag. You can email me. Sure, email me. Gorag. Gorag the Slayer, the All Powerful, or whatever. Just subject it, question or whatever. And send it to uh, rotwpodcast at gmail.com. Um, also, if you want to help the show, you can subscribe and review on iTunes. It really gives us a morality boost around here. I do my best, but sometimes people are going to cry. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. Yeah. Been there. Thanks, Brennan. Uh, as usual, the show's brought to you by LoneStarButtons.com. Lone Star Buttons is a small business owned by Adam Stimpy Jones. He is not one of the Walt, what is it, the Walmart family? Waltons? Right, the Waltons, yes. The Walton family. He's not a billionaire, but he does enjoy making custom buttons for you, the people. He offers products in multiple sizes and shapes. All of his materials are made in the USA. Uh, the dude's got tons of experience, and he's easy to work with and reliable. He's got the Goreg seal of approval. If you want to get in touch with Adam Stimpy Jones, you can email him at info at LoneStarButtons.com, or you can call him at 281-798-1996. Tell him Goreg sent you, and you want to suck on those hairy tits. I guess that's it, right, Brennan? Uh, I guess so. I really don't know what to talk about with you whenever you're so happy. Uh... It won't last for long. Life is about peaks and valleys. <laughs> so it is. So it is. Kind of like heaven and hell. Yeah. If you, yeah. That's pretty deep, Gorag. The fly, the higher they fly, the farther they fall. There you go. But since my wings are clipped, I don't think I'm going anywhere. But down. You know what I'm saying? Huh, I know what you're saying. Brennan, you add so much to this conversation. <laughs> I'm glad you're here, my friend. Eh, you keep having me. I'll keep showing up. So. <sighs> okay. Here's the show. Hey everybody, thanks for listening to Revenge of the World Podcast, episode 54. <sighs> Let's get that sigh out of the way. Um, <laughs> Alright. Tonight's guest, an actual guest, is Hi. CJ, free parking snake <laughs> meaner. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, busting out the, the old school guns, are we? Do you know oh, how yeah. many times I've said your last name wrong? Every time? Every time. <laughs> Including that one. Oh, uh, <laughs> is it it's Me- Menard? Menard. Yeah, it's okay. And next to him, to his left, is once again Bitchin' Brennan Birch. <laughs> 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 
Uh, okay, we're What's going up, with that. dude? Oh, nothing much, man. Just hanging loose, twenty four seven, right? Always. All Camaros <laughs> and sunglasses over here, bud. <laughs> Maybe that one won't stick. <laughs> yep. Uh, so what's new? Everything. 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 Okay. Yeah. What are we talking about? What uh, are we talking I don't about? Know. I don't guess everything is new. I mean, everything is new to everybody listening because they don't know me. But yeah. Okay. Well, Brennan, I, I do your, know you actually. Your, uh, yeah. The rundown for the audience. <laughs> well, CJ and I have known each other since we were children. This very true. Very small children. You know. Uh, I think we first we we really became friends. What third grade? Yeah, actually, I still remember exactly why. Okay, so, was it? Why is uh, it? You were drawing Bart Simpson on a skateboard on a on a half pipe. Yeah, in our third grade class, and I thought it was super cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not not much has changed. That's pretty much still the same stuff I draw. That's yeah, and yeah, then and then what? Thing. We we got to know each other, and then you disappeared. Yeah, and then I saw you in sixth grade, and you had long hair, and I was terrified of you. <laughs> And a broken arm. I remember yeah. that too. Yeah. Was that when you lived in the next to the school? Uh, that was. Uh, yeah, it was roughly around the same. That was roughly around the time that I met you. Okay. Because actually, no, I think I met you maybe like a year later. Oh, okay. Because uh, I didn't realize you guys had known each other that long. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Well, we used to take long walks on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I should explain the whole timeline. Uh, yeah. Okay. So we met in third grade. Uh, kind of became friends. Thir- then my parents got divorced. I moved to Pasadena. You know, and it was, you know, a little iffy there for a little while. <laughs> uh, moved back to Dayton in sixth grade for uh, about six months. And then that's kind of where we met again. Then I moved back to Pasadena again, and that's where we, we met, mm. you and I, Gabe. Mm-hmm. And then in... Halfway through eighth grade. Halfway through eighth grade, I moved back to Dayton because things weren't going so hot with the stepdad. And kind of been there since. And we, and, and once again... It was because you were drawing is what made me want to talk to you. Oh, yeah? Because you were drawing anime in our history class. Yeah, yeah. That sounds These are the right. things that I remember. <laughs> yeah, that was, what, second, first, second period? Something like that? Uh, now that, I can't tell. Yeah, it, it, it was early in the morning because I still had eye boogers, and people used to make fun of me for walking around with my finger in my eye, picking out eye boogers. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I think you're right. Yeah, it was it was second period. Yeah. That's the weird the things we remember. Yeah. And I was still, you know, going back to Pasadena on the weekends and still seeing Gabe at shows and stuff like that. It's really weird. Because, I mean, I didn't meet Gabe until you guys were playing in, uh... Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Well, <laughs> no yeah. names. No names. Well, when Gabe and I were playing in a punk rock band together. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't... I, so, I until this very moment, I had no idea you guys have known each other that long. That's really weird. That's odd. I, yeah. I, I could have sworn I mentioned that before. Huh. I don't know. When Brennan was little, we talked about anime as well. Yeah. <laughs> I remember we were sitting in uh, science class, and uh, it was around the same time that you introduced me to punk rock as well. Man, so, you you, yeah. you fucked me up, dude. Sorry. It's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> no, no we, were, we were talking about all kinds of stuff. I remember we talked about uh, Akira, and you are like, yeah, man, it's crazy. It's people on motorcycles. Some of them are clowns. <laughs> and they beat this guy up, and there's blood everywhere. And I was like, in a cartoon? You said, it's rated R. What? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. So now that the uh, stroll down memory lane <laughs> has gotten out of the way. Uh, Yay. What's new? Brennan's new. Uh, uh, I just heard some uh, some crazy news from your son. <laughs> uh, yeah, he got in trouble at school today for spanking his teacher. <laughs> uh, I can't even begin to tell you what was so funny about that, but... What was well, he? What's not funny about that? I mean, that's well, awesome. he's, I mean, he's four. four. He's four, right? He's four, and he shouldn't be doing that at all. And well, of course, <laughs> but it's still, but, you know. Yeah, and what's bad is like that he knows he can make me laugh. That's the problem. Yeah, that's the problem. That was pretty easy for him. 
Yeah. He, he knows the buttons to push. He just does something weird and cute and repetitive and problem. <laughs> yeah. I no, I know. I mean, I, I know all about that. Yeah. You got, you have two boys yourself. Yeah. So. And it's, it's actually really funny because, uh, they've been asking, you know, they're, they're, my, my boys are, uh, you know, turned, okay, I shouldn't say it. Or should I? You can I don't beep care. It. You can, you can beep it. You can <laughs> okay. beep it if you want. Yeah. Uh, my oldest son, uh, yeah. just, just turned 11 and, uh, then my other will be 10 in may but uh yeah they're starting to ask questions Uh-oh. about you know things and uh the other day my wife was explaining to them the difference between you know body part like that and uh <laughs> she said the word vagina and shot me a look because she knew that i was going to be the one to start laughing first <laughs> oh, and no. i couldn't hold it in and i just started laughing my ass off and then my boys started laughing and then the the, the whole discussion just kind of crumbled from there and then i got in trouble <laughs> yeah because body those body parts are funny well i mean they are into adults just inherently yeah for whatever reason um i saw a guy on the way over here uh, I, I stopped and got some food at taco cabana and i'm coming up uh, red bluff and i saw a guy that was dressed exactly like rowdy roddy piper and they live on a black moped Whoa. And like he was just in the middle of the street, just cruising through traffic, like nothing was wrong with what he was doing. <laughs> what was wrong with what he was doing? Well, he was just going really slow. <laughs> Other than that, he had it going on, man. Piper wouldn't drive so slow. No, he, he would have done the whole thing in a wheelie on fire. <laughs> uh, so, not to uh, derail the conversation, but uh, we were planning on talking about Deadpool. Yeah. Okay. Can we do that without spoilers? You know what? I don't care. Yeah, but, other, on, pe- but other people, other people might care. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, you guys start. You guys start. I was entertained from beginning to end. As was I. I Brennan, did. the balls in your court. <laughs> <laughs> I was not at all. Little backstory. Brennan has never liked superheroes. That's not true. That's not true. <laughs> Unless they were Japanese. No, that's not true either. Like I, I, I liked the first, you know, couple of Marvel movies. And which ones? I liked Iron Man. Uh, I mean, you didn't I, like Thor, did you? I didn't. I didn't. Eh, I was, what, I was kind of ambivalent about Thor. I think that's kind of where the fatigue started. Yeah, but Thor wasn't very good. Uh, yeah, I, I, I liked you know the first two X Men movies. Um, you liked Winter Soldier. Uh, yeah, I liked Winter Soldier. That was actually uh, that one did impress me a lot. I liked that. It was a good story. It was you know great action. Really enjoyed that. Um, you made it through Age of Ultron at my house. Yeah, made it through without Age of leaving. Yeah, and that was free. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I liked Watchmen, but that, does that really count? Eh, no, I mean, because we're getting into the indie territory. I, I really liked Watchmen a lot. Yeah, yeah, I did too. Well, yeah, yeah, that was a good movie. Um, I don't fault you for not liking bad movies, like whatever those are to you. Yeah, but Deadpool, I don't think could be counted in one of those because I, I don't, I don't either. I don't, I don't think so either. I mean, I would, I would consider like if we're talking about Marvel movies. I mean, uh, Wolverine. You know, X Men Origins Wolverine. Ooh, that's a yeah, that's a stinker. bad. That movie. is a that is yeah. a, that is a terrible movie. That's a really bad movie. Like that is there's nothing redeemable about that movie. There's no reason that should have been a bad movie. There's no excuse for that to have been a no. And you know, I mean, now they're saying that you know what happens at the end of Days of Future Past is the reason that the Deadpool we got now isn't the Deadpool that was in Origins because Origins didn't happen yeah. and blah blah blah. But I don't believe that shit. I don't either. I don't either. They're just trying to backpedal. I mean, they have completely ignored wolverine origins which is no they didn't they didn't no he had a uh action oh figure. well yeah he had the action figure but i mean you know i mean this is deadpool yeah world, you know and yeah, deadpool doesn't really tie into the continuity and it doesn't have to and that's what i no, love it about it but what i think it does have to do is you know 
regardless of the fact that he is essentially a Bugs Bunny with a machine gun character. Yeah. You know, that, and that's that's perfectly OK. That's fine. But I think if you're going to have an hour and a half movie about a thing, it has to have a beginning, a middle in it. And it has to sort of make sense in as far as like a flow of a story. And it's fine. They can make all the jokes they want. They can do all the crazy violence they want. They can you know take all the tangents they want. But essentially, you have to have a beginning, middle, and end. And I didn't really. So you didn't care for the uh, the way they made uh, the, the the pacing. You you didn't care for the 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 fact that it was sometimes it was here, sometimes there's a flashback, sometimes it was here, sometimes well like, that kind of back and forth thing. It's not even that I don't like that device. I mean, it works plenty. You know, it's plenty of there are plenty of examples of which it's worked great. But. This just in, Brennan hates Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, no. I was about to say. I mean, that's not true. Yeah, he doesn't. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you well, know, it's least, just. At least he doesn't hate all Quentin Tarantino. I don't hate all Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, that's true. That's a different discussion. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I've, I've gotten really hard on Which movies. Tarantino movies are you hardest on, and how do they compare to Deadpool? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. That's a great question. Actually, uh, I feel like I hated Django Unchained. For a lot of the same reasons that I hated it. Really? It yeah. was. It didn't feel tonally consistent. Huh. Like, it, I don't know. It just, I can't even really truly articulate how much I hated this movie. <laughs> like, Will you watch Deadpool 2? Will I watch Deadpool 2? I won't. Valentine's Day. Alone. I will not. <laughs> I'm not saying will you go to see. Will, will uh, you go to the theater? Yeah. I mean, yeah. and plus, could that maybe have had something to do with it? It's kind of a shitty weekend anyway. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe. I I'll give it a second watch. That's. Just, you know I'm going to buy it, so you can just uh, uh, give it a watch then. Yeah, okay. It's just... It's just God, like... I well, I watched it with my significant other. Uh, as did I. And <laughs> we, both, we both had a blast watching it. Yeah. Um, she thought it was hilarious. I, I was laughing out loud. But, you know, just as not We tolerated it, even though the people behind us reeked of fat person B.O. and bad breath. Oh, no. <laughs> well... Uh, I mean, honestly... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I uh, I loved it. I mean, I I'm a sucker for Marvel movies anyway. But uh, the thing that really did it for me was the fact that uh, as soon as it was over, and you know, after we watched the you know extra scene and everything after the credits, uh, my wife looked at me and she said, "I could totally just take a break and then come right back in and watch this again." And she, you know. <laughs> That, look, you know, and, and the then, look on and then, face. And, then, and then we come home, and you know she, that and look she goes, when you dip your eyebrows and you like, <laughs> like a homicidal maniac. But this, that, that's, that's just my resting just face, got. though. I mean, okay. that's just how I look to people. And then when we came home, she's like, "Do you have any? Uh, do you have any Deadpool comics?" And uh-huh. I said, uh, "Yeah, it's, well, get them out." And so I, you know, I got out uh, one of these, uh, you know, uh, trade paperbacks that I had, and she sat and read it cover to cover and was texting me talking about the funny stuff like she doesn't enjoy reading comics as much as i do you know See, and I, so that was really cool for me it made me happy and she's like can you buy some more i said uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> i read nothing on deadpool like because I, I i have a hate for rob liefeld yeah so anything past x-force that he had anything to do with i i dropped it you know i didn't mm-hmm. pay attention at all but where was i going with this oh yeah the impact that this uh, movie is going to have on Fox is they're actually going to make a uh, rated R Wolverine three, and yep. pretty excited I mean, about that. Fans of the of Wolverine have always wanted a Wolverine that was true to the story, you mm-hmm. know, where he's like, you know, possibly ultra violent, right? Has actual bloodlust, uh, yeah, just claws people to pieces, yeah. And you've never seen that. They came close in uh, the unrated version of the Wolverine, 
the the, the, last, the last one. one. And uh, I didn't see the unrated version. But, you should. I mean, there's uh, like a handful of f bombs with a little bit more blood splatter on the wall, but it's you know it's overall it's a better movie. Hmm. But uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm pretty excited about it for the same reason. I mean, they they've already just said, okay, wow, that totally works. I don't understand why they didn't think that it would. Yeah, because these movies are for adults. That's the audience. I mean, it's cool that kids buy the toys, or parents buy the toys for the kids, but I always saw the audience as the adult audience. Let me ask you guys a question about Deadpool, and I want you to really think about this before you answer. Do I need to close my eyes? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you can if you want. I, mean, I don't yeah. trust you. Okay. Yeah, that's probably not. Yeah, you're, you're probably right. At any point in this movie, did you ever truly feel that Deadpool was in danger? Yeah. When? When they were torturing the yeah. fuck out of him. Yeah, when they were torturing well, him, for I mean, sure. Well, I mean, that's... that's danger the, I mean, Danger of being hurt, maimed, or killed. Well, well like two any, out of the Any three. legitimate danger that would provide any sort of stakes to the story. Well, no, because that's the point of Deadpool. I mean, he's an overpowered cartoon character, you know, superhero. I mean, you, you can't. You can't kill him. So he, there's no drama. That's his, his name's in the title, so he's not. But I mean, die. there doesn't have to be. Well, but his, his loved ones could die. Yeah, people but, you know, around he, him could, could even die. even in the situation where you know his loved one was in the most danger. I feel like it was pretty quickly resolved, and then the action just kept happening. I didn't feel like anyone was any okay. There was one say there was one particular scene where his friend was in danger for a second, where I thought, oh wait, something's about to happen to someone, and then they just didn't pay it off, and it didn't. And I didn't feel like there were any stakes for there was nothing for me to be invested in or worry about at all in that well, movie. Hmm. I mean, I, I mean, I, I can kind of see that. I know what part you're talking about. Yeah. So think you're taking it a little too seriously. <laughs> I, I mean, well, that's I, how I take movies when I watch well, them. Though. I do too, but I mean, it's kind of diff. I mean, especially with well, I mean, Deadpool. I mean, Deadpool. I mean, somebody. That, somebody that's going to be the ongoing. Ex- yeah. Excuse for any any fault in the movie. It's Deadpool. It's Deadpool. I mean, it's supposed to be that way. It doesn't matter. I mean, it, it, he's he is making dick jokes and he's the you, plucky and, and you can't kill him. Hero. You know, right? And, and I understand all of that. And he talks to the audience. You know, I mean, that's that's all that you have to have for, I mean, for it to be Deadpool. You know, we sound like okay. Taking your point, okay. me and CJ do sound like simpletons talking about this <laughs> to anybody who has not seen the movie. Well, no, because you guys are right. Because everyone agrees. Like, and and I, and I I see it. I understand what y'all like about it. And I don't think anybody's like stupid for feeling that way. Or that they, you know, shouldn't enjoy it on the levels that they enjoyed it. I say you can have it. Mm-hmm. But I think you're taking the Siskel and Ebert approach to a fucking fart movie. You know? <laughs> fart humor. It's, it's not. <laughs> yeah, that's entirely possible. But that's It just is how not I, Raging Bull. <laughs> that's it how I watch movies, not, though. Casino, it is Howard the Duck, you know? <laughs> well, I, you know what? That's a really good, that's a really good way to put it. I mean, yeah, that's, that's pretty much what it is. And Howard the Duck's a piece of crap, too. <laughs> there you go. I wish, you they, go. I wish they'd make another Howard the Duck. They're going to. Oh, I'm sure. They're going to. Anyway, <laughs> that being out of the way, unsolved, <laughs> unresolved. Um, As most things go on the show. Brennan, how's your dating life? <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> So we're just going straight to personal attacks. I just All like right. to transition smoothly oh, God. It's, between it's, topics. I don't know. It, it's, it's messy and weird. <laughs> like, that's just, that's really how I think most people that are single and dating now would describe it. Because, like, nothing is the way that you were raised to think it is. Mm-hmm. You know, like, society has changed vastly, like, just in the last 10 years. So it's, it's just like, I don't know. It just seems like everything that we were kind of brought up with to expect 
out of like what meeting people and dating people and you know getting into a relationship or whatever has changed it's not like that anymore you know hmm. like you know with the the advent of the whole online dating thing has dramatically changed everything like just through like you know meeting somebody through that and communicating with them you know you've before you've ever even met this person you've already gone on like a first date with a persona you have you have their file <laughs> exactly you have their file and what information they've given you through communicating with them right and you have to take that information and then compare it against what happens in real life and it's oh, really weird and that's yeah that's that's never going to match up well it can it can. It can. And it if, can. If, if, you, if you meet the right person, it can. And, you know, I've I've gone on some dates with people where it did, and it was, you know, really cool. It was nice. But, you know, it's it's almost like everything that sucks about the internet has been added into dating. <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad I don't have to deal with this. Yeah. It's 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 a it's a definitely a culture shock. But at the same time, you met your significant other mm-hmm. through an online thing, and it's worked out really great for you. Well, she sucks at the internet. See? Uh, <laughs> that's, why. that's what you got to look for. Okay. Uh, you gotta look for somebody at the internet. We sucks uh, at the internet. Um, I, that was five five years ago. I started internet dating. Yeah. for about a year, and uh, I see what you're saying. But it is what you bring. It, it is what you make of it. You yeah, know? definitely. Uh, people can be shady and dishonest. Yeah, and just plain fucking nut jobs. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> but for the most part, I mean, if you don't have any expectations, no telling where it's gonna go. Yeah, there's no telling where it's gone, and like. I don't know. I, I go through phases where I get kind of like jaded and annoyed by it and whatever. But, you know, it's it's it is what it is. And I think if you just don't invest too much in it, you know, it, it you just kind of accept for what it is. It can be it can be fun. Like, I don't know. I, I kind of met somebody recently that I've been talking to. That's seems like she's pretty cool. We're supposed to actually really meet tomorrow. We'll see what happens. Ooh. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. Well, bum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have nothing to add. To I'll this add conversation. <laughs> sound effects um i don't know what else you got (laughs) so i've been uh i've been on this uh diet for about going on two weeks and uh have you guys noticed how different like nuts taste like peanuts taste different from cashews and tastes different from brazil nuts yeah yeah it's it's an amazing world. <laughs> are, you, are you like eating nothing but nuts? Like, what do you? What is your diet? Well, no, but I mean, I'm just you know, I'm I'm on a different diet, like yeah. shit that I didn't pay attention to. What well, I mean for so, you, so long, and now I'm just eating like you know, I'll buy I'll buy bags of mixed nuts because it's yeah. on the thing, and and uh, it's fucking fascinating. Well, it's I think it's really interesting. Like whenever you just start cutting crap out of your diet. Yeah, like, I think you, I can taste a lot more. Yeah, now. you can taste a lot more, and like you're not just like bombarded with artificial everything and like sugar. And yeah. So like it, it does kind of. I mean, I notice how strong garlic tastes now. Yeah. Garlic is fucking beast. Yeah. It's a, no joke. A, whatever that thing is, a root spice. What is that? What is garlic? What is garlic? Uh, yeah. Is it like a bulb? Tell us, Brennan. How should I know? <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah it's just weird peppers taste different yeah uh jalapenos are different from chili peppers from yeah it's not just like whatever it's not just it's not about hot it's about taste and flavor it's crazy anyway yeah well i'm sure just you know just eliminating the artificial stuff is probably the biggest thing that's bringing that out yeah i think i might start a kite club a kite club yeah really i'm really enjoying kites right now that's really yeah you you have kite string right here that's kind of weird yeah that is kind of random i love kites but God help me if I try to actually fly one. 
Yeah. Can't really? Do it. Can't do it. All oh, you got to do is stand there and I hold know, the string. I know, but they always just they go up and my kids are like, yay, and then it just, just crashes right in the ground oh, every time. Man. Every time. Or I lose it and it flies away across the neighborhood and we have to drive and then we never get it back. Uh, right into the kite eating tree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I took, uh, I took Jess's niece and nephew kite flying mm-hmm. uh, this weekend and they got two out of three three caught in trees yeah so like right off the bat before we could even really get them in the air yeah like i don't know i fucked up well I, maybe i mean it probably doesn't help that i only ever buy you know kites that have you know like spider-man on them yeah. for a dollar little for, gay like heights well, <laughs> the four dollar kites were the ones that were badass oh, at yeah? flying yeah and we bought these uh 25 two 25 dollar oh, kites God. We could not get them into the fucking air. Hey. And then this thing that's shaped like an eagle yeah. would not... I mean, I was holding it, and I let it go, and it fucking started flying. Wow. Like, right in front of me, and I started <laughs> doing the string. That's awesome. It that's might cool. be a little boring, but... <laughs> no, no, I... It's, it's really relaxing. When we lived in California, we lived in uh, Monterey, and, I mean, the weather there is always nice, and people would always just... They would go down to the to the beach right there on the bay... And they would just they'd put a kite up in the air and they'd stake it down and they'd just walk down and they'd do it again. And so like almost every day you drove oh, down wow. the highway, there were just kites way up in the air and just big, just everywhere all the time. <laughs> That's cool. So they weren't even flying them. They were just staked to the ground. Yeah. Man, <laughs> that kind of defeats the purpose. Though. Yeah. And you know and what? I can't, even, I can't even get one to stay in the air and they don't even need to touch it. Where's the A, B, and C? <laughs> <laughs> Kites need to have a beginning, a middle, and an end. <laughs> there was no drama to that kite flying. <laughs> All right. Let's get to some news. What do you say? Yeah. Let's do it. We all know what time it is. It's time for the news with Gabriel Dieter and friends. Okay, so Jesus Christ, there's a lot of shit that could get complicated, but I'm going to try and hold it together. The world's on fire right now. <laughs> <laughs> Technology is, is outpacing people born in the 70s, I think. <laughs> uh, you were telling me a rabbit, a rabbit's brain was revived from cryostasis? Yeah, uh, it was this, uh, this uh, you know, biotech firm called uh, 21st Century... I'm sorry, let me pull up my notes real quick and make sure I get this accurate. We don't want to get fact-checked on our show. Yeah, we don't want to get fact-checked. Let's see. uh, Fucking facts. (laughs) It's a company called 21st Century Medicine. Uh, They froze a rabbit's brain, like, down to a temperature of negative 211 degrees Fahrenheit. For how long? Uh, It didn't really specify. Okay, go ahead. But anyway, they... they, What the hell was that? Oh. Uh Uh-oh. I forgot, I forgot we were going to call uh, a certain someone. Oh, yeah. And decided against it, I guess. <laughs> well, no, he just never made any... I'll just... Anyway. I'll see if I can get in touch with him. Um. So, yeah, they, they got the brain down to negative 211 degrees Fahrenheit, and it managed to... Like, whenever they thought it back out, it managed to retain all of the neural connections in the brain. Because normally what was happening is, like, when it would freeze, like, things would just crack and degenerate and just fall apart. Right. So, now they have a... A means of freezing and reviving tissue and i mean since they've done it with a brain they can effectively store a brain that's hmm. insane so i mean that's that's essentially you know that's robocop too <laughs> that's what that is they can bring back a drug lord in a robot's body and it can kill people that might not be necessary because let's see university of southampton's 
Optical Research Center announced that they have been able to record data in five dimensions and keep it safe for billions of years. What? Uh, uh, how do you? How, how do you even know that? How can you test that? You don't know. <laughs> well, they. Oh shit! Let me pull up my fucking notes. Got something to do with that fifth dimension? Yeah, they've been someplace. Maybe. I mean, yeah. Fourth dimension's time, right? Maybe they've been to some place where it's like a billion years is like a moment. Well, the thing is, the, the material <laughs> that they stored it on is uh, uh, thermo something stable. So it's like indestructible? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Ah. Mm. Okay, it's not on my phone. Let's see. So if it's thermo something stable, that would mean that theoretically it'll, it could it could survive the end of ther- Terminator 2. Yes, it'll that's handle scary. up to ah. over 50,000 degrees. Yeah, that is that is molten steel. Scary. Let's see. Okay. Uh, 5D disc can store data until well after the sun burns out. <laughs> wow. wow. Uh, the method etches data into a thermally stable disc using femtosecond laser bursts. The storage medium itself holds up to 360 terabytes per disc and withstand temperatures up to 1,000 degrees Celsius and estimate... Estim- they're estimated to last up to 13.8 billion years at room temperature without degrading. So when we're all dead, that's how the internet's going to survive. I think I think we can all survive. We can transfer our consciousness like, over yeah. to it. I mean, it's coming. Yeah, I mean, it's I guess, just, yeah, what is uh, it, 2040? That's singularity? Something like that. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. I can't wait to uh, see it in real life. At the conference that Revenge of the World is going to pay for us to go to, uh, <laughs> free uh, free trial session of uploading your consciousness. Yeah, just take my childhood. Yeah, and have it. <laughs> yeah, that's the catch, though. Anything they upload, you you forget it. And if you want to revisit those memories, you have to. You got to pay. You got to pay ninety nine ninety five. You got to subscribe to your own memories. <laughs> okay, so uh, in another story that's kind of related, um, a three D printer's been invented. That can replace bones, ears, etc., including uh, cartilage and muscle. It's called a bioprinter. Mm-hmm. Pretty fucking crazy. That's pretty cool. The picture they have is of an ear that's made out of tissue. Yeah, it's just like just, floating in that red ink. Yeah, I saw that. They do. I mean, it's made out of uh, whatever cells you want the object to be made out of, and it has some kind of scaffolding. So you could make a nose out of like eye material. I don't know. That would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I like that how like there's the, like there's, there's, the there's new technology question. and like that's like the first thing I think is just how can we do something weird with this? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, and it's crazy because you know now we know we can uh, cryo store a brain. Yeah, and then you know in a million 3D years, three D print our own bodies yeah, to can, put the brain back into. Yeah, yeah, and we will have also saved that brain's consciousness. To a 5d disc ah in case it gets freezer burn yeah it's like you got you got to upload it to the cloud <laughs> but really i mean what do you need i mean we could just 3d print a new brain that's true we don't even have to store the brain anymore yeah. man hmm. interesting oh, looks like you're about to go out of business guys. 21st century medicine you guys are awesome um next story is the zika virus do you guys know about this shit yeah i heard that it, it's a thing but it may not be I mean, it exists, obviously, but it may not be what's actually causing the birth defect. Yeah, I've heard such things. Yeah, I, I think we we might have seen the same article about uh, how possibly Monsanto yeah, might be involved. Something. But I they, think Alex Jones is involved. Yeah. <laughs> He's got... Alex Jones has got his nubby little fingers into everything. Nah, he didn't do it. Um, but <laughs> it's been found in Africa, Southeast Asia, Pacific Islands, uh, Brazil, Puerto Rico, Virgin Islands, America, Samoa, 
in Colombia. And apparently it causes the birth defect of... Oh, I forgot the name of the fucking... It, it makes your... It makes babies your are small, born right? with small heads. Yeah. Yeah. yeah pretty crazy. Hmm. The picture I saw was a baby with a normal-sized face. And I guess uh, just had a pinhead. Yeah, that's pretty much what it looked like. That's what pinheads were back in the day, right? Um, yeah, pretty nuts. Or even like a like a cone head. Yeah, like micro cone. Yeah, everyone at home can see this. I think yeah. it's <laughs> micro microcephalic. Cephalic. Yeah, yeah. Pretty fucking crazy. How did I? I don't know, man. That's really unfortunate for anybody that comes down with that. And it's fucking mosquitoes. Yeah, maybe. Uh, mosquitoes. They're bastards. They kill more people than fucking anything else on the planet. Um, let's see. Obama gave a statement today that said the Republican campaign rhetoric is troubling to the outside world. Yeah, it, it's troubling to the inside world, really. Yeah. <laughs> I am scared to death of what's going to happen at this election. Uh, like, I think I'm probably yeah. paying attention more than I ever have, and I'm more apt to be involved. Really? Yeah. You want to start wheat pasting? Uh, whatever works, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm truly terrified. Not not even necessarily a Donald Trump presidency as much as like a Ted Cruz presidency. That scares oh, the life out of me. Yeah, I don't know, man. Because, uh, I, I mean, we we live in Texas. We've seen what Texas politicians do whenever they're given power. Uh-huh. And, you know, to be to have a Texas politician, like a far crazy right Texas politician in the White House with a Republican Congress, that's a really, really scary. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just, I, I don't think Donald Trump would get anything done, even if he did get elected, but I, I really am afraid of something Ted Cruz. Now, Trump would make sure, you know, everybody knew that they were losers. Yeah. <laughs> and and pussies, and he would buy their websites. You saw that, right? Oh, yeah, about how, uh, <laughs> well, that, that that's a troll account, actually. Did you see about that? Mm-mm. Uh, there's this, uh, this Twitter account. It's at uh, POTUS Trump. And I think it's just like a, you know, there's the there's little fake celebrity web right, right. accounts. Mm-hmm. Well, Jeb Bush forgot to pay for his domain, the jebbush.com. Like they, they just, it lapsed, you know, for them to, you know, even renew their domain for the campaign. And in a, the split second it was down, POTUS Trump bought it and redirected it to DonaldTrump.com. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's real. I mean, if you go to jebbush.com, it takes you to Trump's website. It's amazing. What a catastrophe. <laughs> it's amazing. What the fuck? That that's incredible. Like it would be a little bit exciting to have our first troll president. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, <laughs> I just, Pre- I in know. the '90s, he was considered a Democrat. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, and what what was that quote from whatever magazine he was in? And it, 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 was, it was an interview, and he said something about uh, if I ever ran for president, I'd I'd uh, I'd claim Republican because those people believe anything that I say. Yeah. Right. You know, some some I'm paraphrasing, yeah. but yeah, they'll I mean, believe anything that they hear. It's yeah, very L. Ron Hubbard, including Ooh. what they hear on Fox News. Yeah. Uh, last story: Flint, Michigan, home of what <laughs> fucking lead water and lead water and uh, uh, sodomy laws. And what is it? Uh, <laughs> Legionnaire's disease. Legionnaire's disease. Yeah. Um, at the time the pollution happened, they're paying the nation's premium prices for their water. Oh, man. So they got double fucked. Yeah, they're paying the most for like the worst possible quality that you can have in the first world. Right. That is awful. Yep. Uh, and that concludes. The- <laughs> <laughs> That's how we roll around here. <laughs> I think we should take a break and call longtime listeners the Jansen brothers and see what's going on with them. This is very exciting. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> 
Hello? Hello? Is this Gabe Dieter? Gabe Dieter, what's going on? Hey, I'm nervous. I don't talk to famous people very often. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're going to have to wait a little longer. (laughs) Uh, So what's going on? I heard you wanted to be on the show. You were clamoring. Oh, is that what you heard? (laughs) That's what I heard. Oh, I, um, hold on. I I need to escape this bar for a second because it's loud in here. Don't fuck this up, okay. man. Listen. Tens listen. of people are hearing this right now. <laughs> how, how many? Tens. 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 Oh, my God. <laughs> now I'm really nervous. <laughs> Hold on. I'm stepping outside. Well, no, look, it's, it's an honor. It's an honor for you guys to call me. You know, I've always been a big fan of Revenge World. Uh, it's just so, so nice. I guess for me, I mean, I'll, I'll just start it. How about that? I, for me, it started in high school. You know, I think I knew then I was going to be like, you know, a creative. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that's all I got. Uh, uh. <laughs> all right, man. Well, thanks for calling in. Really yeah, appreciate yeah. it. Hey, I got a colleague here. He wanted to, um, he wanted to kind of explain what we do. So hold on. Okay. Hi, is this, am I on the air? Yes. Here. All right. Hi, my name is uh, MJ. Hello, MJ. And, what does that uh, stand for? Um, it didn't stand for anything. That's just, that's my name. MJ what? No, that's the whole name. M-J. Huh. Is okay. it like just two letters or you spell it out like E-M-J-A-Y? Yeah, E-M-J-A-Y. Oh. Okay. My you. last name. That's right. Yeah. Your parents, give them, give them a hug for me for naming you well, so I, brilliantly. I mean, they're not here right now with me. I'm, I'm on the air, so, but I would, I'll do that. I'll, I will do that. Okay. So how many, uh, how many times have you done this? This is episode 54. You're our first like calling guest. Call. First, this is the first call. Oh, well, no, the actually, first no. Call on guest? No, 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 second, second, the second. Well, you're I the... can't believe that I was able to get through to you guys. I mean, the calling lines were busy the first time I called. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> well, it's it's a great honor to be on uh, on the air, riding the old airwaves. Yeah. And my buddy here, like he said, he um, he's he's a creative, okay. right? Okay. Um, yeah, I think that's what he said. Is he like yeah, a turbo so, turbo pusher or what? I mean, no. I mean, what do you guys think about that? D- does he have an axe to grind? He likes to fuck back. Yeah, I. I, um, I mean, I'm kind of nervous, guys. Sorry. Scale you know, one I to like ten. How hard are you right now? I'm not. So not at so all. So one. Uh, I guess one, maybe a half. Oh, you're only a half hot. Yeah, something like that. Loosen, loosen the belt, man. <laughs> no, but I think I think your dockers are making your butt hungry. <laughs> You guys are crazy. See, this is why I love Revenge World. This is why I love it. This is what I live Wait, for. wait. Are, are you Re- saying Revenge World? Revengeworld.com. Yeah. Uh, are, you, are you sure that... That's you guys. Are you sure this is the right show? That's you guys. I think you have the wrong yeah. number, bro. Yeah, this, this might be the wrong show. This isn't even a show. Yeah, it's... it's. We're at a basketball game right now. Yeah. Hashtag Revenge World, right? Team Revenge World. That's, uh, that's some rapper's album. Oh. Who are we talking? I'm Grable Dilder. Mm. I heard Brandon Borch is there. Is that true? Brandon Borch is right across from me. Yes, that's me. Uh, uh, I knew it was the right people. I didn't, all that. I didn't know he was there. Chim J is next <laughs> to me. Exciting, man. <laughs> this is super exciting. Well, hey, um, I'm glad, hey, <laughs> glad one of us is. After the show, you want to meet us at BNS? Sounds great. I'll see you there. Okay, we'll talk to you soon. All right, love you. Love you. Bye. You guys are awesome. La, 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 la. Uh, Mike Rodriguez asks, 
With the accelerated advancements of consumer electronic devices, do you find yourself having buyer's remorse more often? Let's put it this way. I bought my 55-inch LED TV, smart TV, uh, less than a year ago and I for $1,000. Yeah. And I just saw that Walmart has a 50-inch 4K, same brand, smart TV for $700. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel fucked. I don't ever really feel like I have buyer's remorse. It, it's it's almost just more like uh, it just makes me feel like I need to uh, buy more things. I don't ever really regret buying the things uh-huh. that I because I like the things that I buy. Mm. But then I'll see something and I'll be like, well, that's better. I should buy that too. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't because like kind of the way that I see it is that none of this existed, you know, two years ago. Right. And just the fact that I have it now is kind of a miracle, you know? <laughs> like, Oh, man. Yeah, talking about that kind of stuff, it, it always blows my mind. I mean, this phone right here yeah. has 64 gigs of hard drive space on it. And what, what year is it? It's 2016. Yeah. In 2006, 10 years ago, uh-huh. my computer wasn't as, I'm sorry, it wasn't okay. as fast yeah. as this phone. Right. You know, and that blows my mind. I mean. Like, you could put a person on the moon with one of these. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, like with that, with that conversation. 20 times power. over. Yeah. In the 60s. So, I mean, I'm, I'm just, I don't know, I'm, I'm pretty ambivalent about, you know, technology. Like, I, I like to buy, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I like new stuff just as much as anybody, but, you know, I don't really, I've never really felt like I needed the latest and greatest things because, I mean, growing up, I never really had the latest and greatest things anyway. Right. So, I mean, I'm not, I don't really know what it is to miss out on that, period. So, just kind of to have something kind of cool is good enough for me. I get excited about the advancement. Yeah, I mean, I, but, I, I marvel at the technology, but. But know. in this case. I didn't think 4K would be here this soon. Oh, me either. Like, well, Moore's law, man. I it's, mean, there it's 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 cheap enough for every well, most people to have. Yeah, a 4K TV. But I mean, that, of that's some kind. That's uh, I think that's Moore's second law is actually with the exponential, you know, rate of you know computing power becoming more and more, you know, you know, just growing more and more each year, every two years or eighteen months or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Like at those same rates, we we see a decline in price to where it's more affordable and accessible. Day. Right. So I mean, yeah, but it just it's part it, of it. It just sucks though because usually by the time the new stuff is at what we would consider an affordable price, that means it's because it's outdated and the really awesome stuff is is out now. You know, just right. like well, you know, which yeah. one do I do? But right. at the same time, if you are chasing that, what you wind up in is a situation not unlike that Terry Gilliam movie Brazil. Mm-hmm. you know or zero theorem even where you're just an entire society is just chasing all the new shiny things and you know well all I that mean, really needs leads to is you chasing more new shiny things so. I, I would i think i could probably say that we're kind of already there well yeah we definitely are <laughs> i mean it, it, society as a whole is there yeah you know and i, I don't know it's and a, that's why why new shiny things get made it's because they know they're going to get bought that's true so and oh. i mean i'm i'm guilty I mean, I can't help it, you know? I mean, I'm not going to lie, you know? I, yeah. I, I, Big so, balling with both consoles. Yeah. <laughs> all three. Oh, all three. Okay, yeah. sorry. <laughs> uh, Jacob Smith asks, why should people be angry at the low cost of fuel? Who should they be angry at? Well, um, I, I don't work in the fossil fuels industry, so yeah. I'm I'm actually enjoying this. And, and both of us do. My cocaine is getting here <laughs> with less fuel cost than... Uh, ever yeah Um, just kidding i could see i mean there's obviously we live in texas and a majority of our industry 
you know, revolves around the oil and gas industry. And those decline in prices, you know, they, they're, you know, the market is flooded. So there's just not as much work for a lot of people. So I can see how people that are directly affected by that, like some of our friends are directly affected by that. Yeah. And, you know, that's, that's a bummer. You don't want to see anybody out of work or, you know, wanting for anything, especially your friends, you know, but at the same time, it's also, it's, I think that it's, it's beneficial to people, you know, to be able to travel around and pay, you know, $15 for a tank of gas. Like that's what I'm paying right now. Well, I think this is also going to fuel other industries because their power is going to be cheaper. Right. Their transportation is going to be cheaper. They won't have to pay as pay people as much because, you know, the fuel that they use to get to and from work is a lot cheaper. I mean, those are just some. Right. And we're definitely not going to see any decline in prices in any other sector. So, well, you might. I don't think it's not going to trickle down, man. If you, if you if I say I sell you a DVD for 10 bucks. You know, and all my costs of transport, like transporting and making it, you know, decrease. That's just more profit margin for me. So why would I change my price and make it lower for the consumer to undercut your competitor? Well, mm. not not to mention. Boom! Oh, <laughs> that was loud, but probably still wrong. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, well, I was gonna say. I mean, we've seen it affect some of our friends, but with us being contractors for something very specific, it. I mean, and you know, I, I could be completely wrong when I say this, but it kind of doesn't really seem like it's going to affect us as quickly as it would affect other people because yeah. what we do everything processes through the US anyway right? and and what we do has to be done no matter if there's 80 operators hired because they're making a lot of money or 20 operators hired because they're not making a lot of money right we're still going to be doing cuz it still has to happen yeah you know but i guess you know if if the if the if the company isn't making you know billions of dollars like it's used to then that could trickle down and make it so that they don't want to pay our contract price. Right. But you know, as far as, as far as it goes right now, I mean, I'm, I'm still gainfully employed and so are you, Yeah. you know, and yeah, I don't, I mean, whatever. <laughs> I yeah. Mean, you, you can't really try to save the world. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I filled up my car for what? 20 bucks today. Okay, cool. So the answer is nobody's really angry. Some right? people are, I yeah, mean, the people, people, the people that are actually in the industry are, and I, you know, honestly, I'm sure if we asked our bosses, they could explain it in a way that would describe yeah. us to like why it is that we should be angry yeah. about it, but I'm not. So whatever. <laughs> uh, Warren Mulcahy asks, when you are finishing in the restroom, do you fold the TP or do you bunch it up? I fold it. I kind of twirl it, twirl and crumple. Oh yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's kind of a fold and bunch. Okay, wait a second. Hold on. Let's uh, let's, let's all really think about how so we wipe our butts. Well, neither on. one of us now, are purists. Now, does he mean when you're done, done with the toilet paper? What do you do with it? Or is you saying? Is he asking how do you prepare the toilet paper for finishing the job? Oh, I think that sounds like two part. That, yeah, that's kind of different things. Yeah, I mean, so if he's asking how you prepare, I fold the toilet paper into a nice, neat little square to use because bunching it up that's uh you know what's the word i'm looking for i don't know but it's wrong <laughs> uh let's see chris steininger co-host of the show asks <laughs> if you're ordering takeout when do you pick it up what when you go to pick it up do you tip if so how much what are your justifications for either case that sounds so familiar yeah okay this is actually a this question was spawned from something that happened yesterday uh i went to pick up some food for my mom with you know her card and she and whenever we went to pick uh, pay for the food normally under any circumstances if there's a line that says tip 
I'll put a couple bucks on it. For some reason, for this particular instance, I don't know, I guess maybe because it was someone else's card and not mine, I didn't put anything. And I kind of got it in my head. I was kind of going back and forth and sort of having an argument with myself as to whether or not I should have tipped in that scenario. So I brought it, you know, to Facebook where all rational conflict resolution happens. Of course. And it just kind of disintegrated into a little bit of a brawl and <laughs> about what the tipping standard is whether or not you should tip, how much you should tip. And I eventually, I'm assuming it's people in the service industry. Right. People that have worked in the service industry, you know, they'll typically say, you know, they're, they're not irrational about it. They say, yeah, tipped something because, you know, the person, someone did prepare that meal and put it into a box and stack it up neatly and basically make it presentable and in order to give it to you. So you tip a couple bucks to that person because that person is usually like a bar back or, you know, somebody that doesn't nearly necessarily deal with customers directly like a waiter. Do they normally get tipped? Barbecks? Or, um, uh, there's like a tip sharing, I think. Yeah, I mean, that's when I worked at Pappas. Uh, that's how it works. Is that how they say it? Pappas? Pappas? Yeah, it's a Greek name. No shit. Yeah. Good God. Mind blown. Yeah. But uh, uh, no, I mean, when we're, you know, talking about that too, it, for me, it depends on where I'm picking up the to-go from. Right. You know, I mean, like if I'm getting to go from what was it like a donut shop or something right you know, i'm not gonna tip the donut people right because they're all making more than you know 215 an hour you know but if i go to like papa's or you know uh you know like a, like a sit-down yeah. restaurant you no, know, like joe's or something you know those tips help balance out them not making minimum wage so right. of course i'm gonna tip a little bit then but you know just i don't know it just depends you know i don't know i don't know i just i just think things like that are really interesting like just the whole i guess like the how society thinks that we're supposed to interact with different industries and i don't know it's just yeah. and i guess i watched reservoir dogs recently too in my head but well because yeah. like uh you know tarantino to- film yeah <laughs> a, a, a one that i really love uh what do you guys think about tipping with objects <laughs> like uh i don't know like you leave g- a hot wheel car on the uh <laughs> <laughs> that's a good idea yeah because hot wheel cars are pretty cheap you'd probably save money yeah by tipping with those instead of actually giving any money yeah, just a handful of marbles a couple pogs <laughs> some pogs some yeah. jacks i'd be stoked if somebody tipped me with pogs i mean i'd be stoked if somebody tipped me because i mean that's weird because <laughs> yeah. i don't i don't do job. a service job but yeah uh eric eddy asks if chewbacca was a dry cleaner what would his what would the name of his shop be yeah <laughs> <laughs> no no flim right now sorry yeah, yeah i can't do that yeah so. mine's not very good either <laughs> <laughs> whatever yeah, I think that's probably what it'd yeah, be called. That, that's the joke. I mean, that's what he's looking for. <laughs> <laughs> Are you happy, Eric? <laughs> I would say uh, Chewy's flags and furls because he's uh, he's working with giant textile objects instead of clothing. Yeah, that's my answer. And he also doesn't wear clothes, so how would he even know how to maintain them? Yeah, that's right. You don't have to dry clean that. That I'll, I'll, it's it's bandoliers only. Yeah, that's what it is. With so much steam going on. I mean, he would <laughs> just be thrown really out. bad. <laughs> Smelly, <laughs> wet. Just be wet, wet dog. I can't imagine that Chewie smells terribly nice. Anyway. I, can, I can't imagine Chewie having a job. He's a bandit, man. He's yeah. a rebel. Uh, let's see. But then again, Han's dead. So Zachary Robison asks, <laughs> "What was it like for you when you lost your virginity?" Oh, um, for me, I was shocked at how unremarkably different i felt and how unremarkably different the world seemed because uh, i expect because you expect it to be such a huge life-changing thing and it's just like like the next day you're just like well that happened yeah <laughs> that was my experience uh, for for me it was Complete like lead opposite i i i remember i went to i went to school the next day and one of our friends looked at me and was like dude what's, there's go, some, what, there's what's going on with you today there's man something you, about you. it's like you got a glow about you 
and I, and I was like, I was like, no, I don't. <laughs> I'm not glowing. Uh, yeah, for me, it was like, oh shit. <laughs> Maybe I'm just not happy with anything. I just don't like anything. That has to be it. <laughs> See, oh, huh. we figured it out. You haven't learned to like sex. And then you will like Deadpool. <laughs> well, that's not the situation. <laughs> Maybe it's not that I don't a... like sex. It's just that. Are you on Tinder or Grinder? Oh, <laughs> yeah, a little bit of A, a little bit of B. Hey man, you gotta dip, hey. dip your toe in the water. Hey, yeah, you never know. Right? You never know. You never know. You I've been found... trying to tell you yeah, that. For... I've been trying to tell you that for a year. That's true. Cub yeah. seeking otter. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Lori Rodriguez, sweetheart of the show, asks uh, Deadpool. What's the fave scene? Well, I'll just uh, I'll just turn to you, Gabe, because we know we're not going to hear anything from the other side of the table. No, I got one. This is a navy okay. conversation, Brennan. Uh, <laughs> Actually, you, okay. What was your favorite scene? My favorite the scene. End credits. No, no, because no, he didn't see them. <laughs> yeah, I, I walked oh, yeah. out. But anyway, I really enjoyed. Okay, like you know, a year ago, whenever that footage leaked, you know, the 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 good part of the movie, whenever that came out, yeah. Like the bridge, the the yeah, the, 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 the yeah. first thing where yeah, the, the thing's the, flipping. The major action sequence is just like the best thing in the movie. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, that's why I went to see the movie is because I enjoyed that so much. I loved the entire any, anything. I mean, it was technically multiple scenes because they kind of jump back and forth. But anything having to do with the bridge, you know, yeah, that, that cracked me up because he kept you know going like oh! you know and all that stuff, and it was just just ah, it was killing me. I loved it. It was that that to me was Deadpool. You know. Counting the bullets and bad Deadpool. Oh, good, de- good Deadpool. You know, I just, I loved it. I liked, I, I mean, the, I can't say a favorite scene, but uh, I've always been a fan of Colossus and the X-Men mm-hmm. and the way they portrayed him as the goody two shoes that he was in the eighties. And that was so funny to me. Man, too. it, it really like hit, hit that spot in, in my, uh, in my soul chakra. I, I read, <laughs> I read somebody saying something about, colossus about how uh that was just another jab at the x-men franchise like when he was uh well crap i don't want to say that it's kind of a because he was always in his steel form well that yeah there's <laughs> that you know and uh just nobody nobody cares about colossus in his human form yeah and that's all they had in the movies uh-huh. except for like like a little special, bit in, in special effects yeah shots. yeah it's bullshit anyway uh there you go Lori. um Hooray Sheree ask, can you write a Yelp review of the Erect Oak by Jalissa Radone? Okay, uh, I guess I could probably explain this a little bit. Okay, please. <laughs> the Erect Oak, and this, this is like a person that I was talking to today. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Erect Oak is a work of... Okay, Cupid. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Your secret's out. What secret? I don't know. I, I make no secrets about it. <laughs> anyway, uh, like... The Erect Oak is a work of erotic fiction about a woman who experiences an awakening <laughs> with trees. Whoa. And how did you come about knowing so much about this work of art? Uh, it's just something we were talking about. Okay. Today. Yeah. It, I, I have no idea. I could go back in my text and look, but yeah. So are we talking saplings or mature trees? Oh, these are mature, oh, broad, geez. husky, masculine trees. Okay. Uh, what's the legal you, what's the legal age of consent for a tree you think i don't know you'd really have to cut one open and look count the rings to count but then it would be dead yeah and you'd have to murder one so i guess there really can't be a age you, you just can't, you gotta just play it by ear i guess yeah i guess <laughs> so, so are you going to write a, real, a yelp review um you're actually gonna have to buy the book and read it well actually that's the thing that's kind of funny about this it's an ebook 
It's not even like a physical copy. Oh, wow. And you would think that a person that would be into, uh, what's the term I came up with for this? Uh, Arborotica? Ooh. That's good, right? Yeah. I like that. I like that. They, they would want the tactile sensation of paper. a paper page, you know, made of wood, trees. Well, maybe it freaks pulp. them out because, you know, you got to kill a tree to make paper. That's true. That's true. Okay. So as far as a Yelp review of this, uh, I mean, I was really going to go with that whole no tactile sensation, no paper sort of thing, one star. But I guess that's not going to work out now that we've kind of... There is a YouTube Damn, dude, video sorry. called the, uh, <laughs> the Secret Life of Plant. Yeah. And it does, uh, the re- it, it's scientific research done in the 60s and 70s mm-hmm. that pretty much proves that plants do have feelings. Really? Yeah. It's pretty crazy shit. I mean, it might, it might not be legit. There's always that possibility, but yeah. it seems to be that plants do have a reaction to uh, shit that's going on around them. And it's not like us. Like, yeah, this plant is fucking irate because <laughs> you just clipped its yeah. leaf. It's like... Uh, there's an electrical sensation within the plant when you clip a leaf off. Huh. And didn't it, maybe I might just be making things up here, but wasn't it something to do with uh, that the smell of cut grass that everyone loves? Isn't that like like a reaction to the grass being hurt or something? So technically when you're smelling the grass, you're, you know, quote unquote, hearing your lawn scream. <laughs> smelling the screams of the lawn. That's, uh... If that's not true, that's an awesome thing that my brain just... <laughs> In, you know came up with but if it Smash is true, your enemies secret, see them driven before you <laughs> hear the lamentations of their women secret life of plants look it up uh adam dombrow dombrow yeah. adam dombrow adam dombrow asks <laughs> uh what is the animal highest in the food chain non-human that you think you stand a chance against in a bare knuckle battle to the death i already came up with an answer if you would allow me Oh, go ahead, go please. ahead, please. Uh, I would fight a lone wolf mm-hmm. that is has been ejected from its uh, pack because it's too old. <laughs> hey, so you're just you're kind of like going the the lazy man's Liam Neeson here. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say lazy man because well, it's, it's still a wolf. Still a it's still wolf, a wolf, man. Yeah, it's still got razor. It sharp might be a little tank, pa- past its peak, past its prime, but uh, god damn. But aren't we all? Right? That's a, a great. That's a great answer. <laughs> Next, CJ, hmm. what animal would you fucking tear apart with your bare hands? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I don't know, man. That's, uh, it's got to be the, what, the uh, highest on the food chain? Highest on the yeah, food the chain. The highest on the food chain, you think. Not, and it says, specifically says non human? Non human. Damn it. I was going to say, just like, you know, there's so many things that can kill you <laughs> that are like, you know, the, the pyramid and the top of the pyramid is like 10 animals. Yeah. We don't stand a chance without weapons. Right. So. You're not, you're not fighting a grizzly and surviving. Fuck no. The highest on the food chain. that care how that, you open your jacket. That I would fight. I mean, so, I mean, it really, it doesn't necessarily have to be top of the food chain. It's the highest on the food chain that I would fight. That you would fight to the death barehanded. A snail. <laughs> <laughs> you're really going for the gold, man. Yeah, man I would just a go, snail? I would just I would thump it across the room and just be like, fuck you, snail, and just Holy call it shit. good. Well, because I like a challenge, <laughs> and I have experience in this, having worked for several years for the United States Postal Service. Oh, God. <laughs> Here we go. I would fight to the death, with my bare hands, a hood rat pit bull. Yeah? Whoa. Because I've done it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not to the death, but... A hood rat pit bull, like, fighting weight pit bull, or oh, yeah. one of those oh. muscle-bound pit bulls that people walk like, on heavy Please chains. with a tire. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Jesus. That's why, you know how sometimes you'll be looking at me and I'll look down my eyebrows at you? 
That's what that is. Okay. <laughs> hey, Brennan. So tell the story because we got a little bit of time. Oh, it's, I mean, it's happened several times. Just, you know, they get loose in the rain and uh-huh. there's just scary pit bulls running the streets because they, you know, they shimmy it out of their collar. And, and how did you fight this pit bull? Oh, just kick it in the face until it goes away. Really? Yeah. That works. It doesn't not work. <laughs> I'm alive. I'm doing this podcast right now, talking about how I beat one up. See, I thought you were going to be like, well, okay. I've done it with the spray, too. See, I imagine if if a pit bull gets you down on the ground, what do you do then? You die. Kick it in the balls, if it has balls. Eh, That just makes it mad. Yeah. See, I always envision... I like, mean, like if, you have to like kick them in the face because it shocks them. It like scares them. It's like a shark. Yeah, it's like that's yeah, like whenever you get pun- like whenever you get punched in the nose, you see white. Yeah, you true. know, blood gushes out and you're terrified. Doesn't yeah. you don't have to. Like, you don't really get hurt, but it's enough to get you to go away. Yeah. If you had the speed and the accuracy, could you theoretically stick your hand down its throat and start pulling? <laughs> no, because it would chop its jaws down on you and tear your arm off. What but, if, but if you were fast enough. Well, fast enough to reach down its mouth <laughs> yeah. while it's open and get it your hand out before it closed? Sure. Well, I, I mean, I guess gagging. if you were that fast. I think it would start gagging and it wouldn't be able to well, close it would its gag and Well, clo- I think it would gag and it would close its mouth. Uh, no, usually, yeah, I mean, but a dog, if it's gagging, the first thing it does is like, you know, open hmm. his mouth. That's true. I don't know. There's a lot of variables. I think we're going to have now. to write Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Hey, real yeah. quick. Uh, remember how I told you that um, I did, you know, it was bad that you didn't like Deadpool? Yeah. It's cool, dude. Okay. <laughs> you just, you do your thing, man. Fighting pit bulls. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're good now. All right. All right. Uh, it doesn't make me love you any less. And <laughs> you'll always be my friend. <laughs> uh, let's see. Lisa Marie Hunter asks, dance off, who would win? Like, just... I've seen uh, Brennan dance. Uh, I'm going to say Brennan. <laughs> I think I could take him. <laughs> oh! <laughs> You've seen me dance, and you said, don't ever do that again. <laughs> That's Brennan. true. Like you, you, you could win by, like, sheer... <laughs> TKO. <laughs> I can fucking shimmy sham with the best though. <laughs> Brennan, you've seen me dance, and I think you said, uh, dude, you're a really good DJ, and you should just do that. <laughs> cool. All right. I think it's time for a little tinfoil tirade. All right. UFOs! Sea Crazy unexplained shit! Okay, tonight's tinfoil tirade is brought to you by LoneStarButtons.com. <laughs> LoneStarButtons.com is your source for reasonably priced, high-quality pin-on buttons. Uh, if you want to order a button or a thousand buttons, email Stimby. Adam Stimpy Jones at info at LoneStarButtons.com, or you can call him at 281-798-1996. Tell him Gabe sent you and you want to suck on his hairy tits. All right, so Antonin Scalia was found dead, supposedly, with a pillow over his face. Yeah. What? Yeah, that came out today. What? Uh, to add to the story, the was it a judge that wouldn't allow a postmortem exam? Yeah, the the judge ruled there didn't need to be a. Which how how is that even possible? How do you judge? I mean, how do you rule that? I don't know. I thought that was just something that you just that just happened. I don't know, man. Um, like, what is it about people going quail, like politicians going quail hunting in Texas 
that always winds up with something bad happening. To he him. was he was hunting. Yeah, he was, hunting he was he was yeah he was on a hunting trip. But it was on. See, I feel like that's code. Like if if somebody still, like tells you that you're a politician, you're going to go quail hunting in Texas. They're about to get. You. <laughs> Uh, if I was a major conspiracy theorist, which I'm not anymore, but if I was, I would say that uh, if you put this together with the last show being the San Bernardino Bernardino uh, killings, yeah, uh, maybe Scalia was taken out of the way because he believes in the Constitution a little too much and he wouldn't go forward with the uh, martial law thing that's coming down the pipe. <laughs> And that is way, way out there. Uh, that's why this is called tinfoil tirade. And that's yeah. a that's a tinfoil tirade. What do you guys got? Uh, well, I, I think it was really funny that in the CNN article that came out of it, they uh, referenced a website called harddawn.com, uh-huh. which is, uh, I'm not sure if anyone, I'm sure our listeners are probably familiar with Alex Jones, but it's a, it's a, it's a satire website that kind of like replicates that Alex Jones mentality. It's all conspiracy Illuminati. Right. And, um, uh, I believe what it was that they said was that uh, they believed that the killing was tied in. It was the Council on Foreign Relations. <laughs> I've got the documents. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Alex Jones, everybody. Uh, they said that uh, they thought it was Illuminati related, but with Leonard Nimoy being thrown on there, it was kind of a wild card. Yeah. Oh, so, oh, yeah, I thought I saw something about Leonard Nimoy. Yeah, the and CNN referenced that as a legit conspiracy source. <laughs> See, man, the internet is fucking up facts. <laughs> facts of every no, case. No, it's people that don't know how to use the internet that are screwing everything Dude, up. Dude, look, yeah, that's true. listen, anybody that's listening to this, if you can hear my voice right now. This is what I want you to do. Next time you get a link to, you know, some bizarre website or some bizarre uh getting ready to cut this <laughs> no <laughs> some, some you know some some bizarre conspiracy site or conspiracy news story anything like Posted that to cj nope <laughs> free parking snake at AOL. <laughs> you can you can email that i don't remember the password i haven't remembered it for years i've been locked out of it but no no, no just go to that site if it seems too good to be true if it's ridiculous and it's you know something that just seems bizarre there's usually a link on that page that says about Click that link, and if it says that the person who runs that website is a comedian, it's a bullshit story. Yeah. And that will take you about two seconds, and it will save you from sharing something. And making you look like a complete idiot. Worse. Yeah, there's that one website. It's uh, nbc.com.co. Yeah. And it's like complete garbage conspiracy joke (laughs) hoax crap, and people post it all the time. It's amazing. And if you're... uh, if you're really interested in learning more about conspiracy theories, check out AboveTopSecret.com. <laughs> They've got the documents. <laughs> Dot com, you say? I think so. Um, you'd, you'd think you'd think that something that had top secret on it would be dot gov. <laughs> it's above top secret. Oh, above. oh, oh, right. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I forgot. Oh man, you yeah. used to, used to uh, turn red with rage. <laughs> not allowed to talk about that redacted <laughs> uh well Ch- cj uh chim j menard and bitchin brennan birch <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks for coming i think that's the show yeah man it was great fucking had a lot of uh good time good time thanks uh anything you want to plug while you're on here um 
I'm too far behind on any of my projects to really plug anything yet. Um, Maybe in the future. <laughs> I don't have anything personally, but uh, we do have some guests that are going to be coming on the show uh, March the 6th. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's uh, Stacy Daniels and Oha Lopez. And they, they do a lot of comedy stuff together. They're actually just started their podcast. It's going to be called uh, Relationship. And they're going to be post, they're going to be doing a live episode at the Come and Take It Comedy Festival this Sunday at uh, Warehouse Live. I think it's at 6 p.m. It's part of the festival. I think if you have tickets, you, you can just get into it for free. I'm not sure if they're doing anything at the door or anything like that. But if you have the opportunity, you should really go to that. These are really, really funny people. It's going to be a great show. You should go check. Also, March 26th, we'll be, uh, we'll be taking part in the Latino Film Festival. And we'll be doing Q and A. Whoa, we're doing that, that. So that went through. Uh, oh, that's it's fantastic! Pretty much a lock. That's at this amazing. Point. We'll really be doing Q and A. Wait to hear that. Um, I don't know if it's going to be recorded, but it's going to be weird. Oh, I'm going to record it on my phone. Okay. <laughs> Done. All right, man. Uh, guys, thanks for coming. Uh, thanks to LoneStarButtons.com. Thanks to the Jensen Brothers. And gently, go fuck yourself.